Stone. Why are you fucking talking during my intro? <laughs> and welcome everybody to Ever Endeavor Theater. My name is JV. I know a little bit about movies and TV. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. And over there just two hours away <laughs> is Brad Meyer. who is a little bit about video games and books. Yeah, hello, Brad. Ho, ho, hello, folks. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is already a disaster. If you can't tell, this Woo! is a tipsy episode. Tipsy Christmas episode. Thank you, everybody. You made it to 2017. Hopefully, maybe one of our listeners died. It doesn't matter, though, because you weren't making wait, us wait, any money. Hopefully? <laughs> you know and, we have like 20 listeners, and I know most of them. Yeah, I know. And hopefully it's <laughs> one of your friends um, instead of my people. Um, and welcome, everybody, to Ever and Ever Theater, a podcast dedicated to talking about movies, TV, and all sorts of media. Despite our naivete, this is going to be a last time broadcasting from my side on my in my apartment in Ohio, maybe the last time I'm living in Ohio. Uh, maybe well, the you'll last... never escape us. You'll come back to Ohio eventually. Trust me. Yeah, yeah, probably. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, um, welcome. Thank you for joining us and Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and Merry Kwanzaa, Black people. Um, and if and Happy Satan people. Uh, you know anyone that celebrates Kwanzaa? And Happy New Year's? No, actually, no. I figured they're I, all like Nigerian people. Yeah, I've I've never met anyone that celebrates Kwanzaa either. Yeah, you. Yes, well, part of the reason is because you don't have black people in your life, and when you do have black people in your life, you're like, oh, are you a Halloween character? No, you're just African. <laughs> That's part of the problem. <laughs> I bet you, you can she be both. Kwanzaa. You can be a black Halloween character, I guess. <laughs> you sure can. You know, I'm not proud of this, but when I was in high school, I. Uh, I dressed up as an as an at the time I said Indian. Um, I dressed up as an Indian. It's so very, very hurtful. Very very hurtful. Are are you the um, the guy that goes along with uh, my culture is not a costume? I mean, for Indians, for Native Americans, yeah. I why mean, why just them? What, what about those <laughs> Mexican poncho wearing? Banditos. It, it, uh, well, I guess it depends because it's like, okay, that's sort of a character, right? Or not a character, but it's sort of a, it's a facet of their culture. But when you're and just going to be like. dressing up as a chieftain isn't a facet of a Native American culture? I don't know. Would you go as a black person? Um, I don't know if you want to ask me that question. <laughs> Yeah, I think you would. <laughs> I probably would. Yeah, I don't. You, I, don't you could, I, w- I wouldn't do blackface. I would do a mask with. Um, you would absolutely do blackface. I would do whiteface. I should do whiteface one year. Do whiteface? I dare you. It's a double standard. You can't do that. Can't do that. <laughs> can't do any face. I got no face for you. No face. Uh, it's going to be my next year's costume. I don't know why we're talking about Halloween when it's Christmas. I hope can you feel the no, this, this is this is now our Halloween episode. Sorry this, guys. This is just an all-around holiday episode. We got to cover Valentine's Day which has sex. Um it's funny cuz I well, made a holiday video about all the holidays. But not um, everyone on Valentine's has sex, you know. Yeah, most most of us are lonely. Um you know, what was I going to say? Thank you for joining us. Can you feel the holidays still brewing, even though we were late? Can you he- can you feel I the, can. the hot especially because I actually I actually have snow on my ground now. That's horrible. Why would that ever happen? We should go sledding. Sledding? Ah, uh, there's not enough snow for how much snow do you have? I have zero snow. Zero. That sucks. I've got a light dusting. That's fine. Like man. you can still see the grass. 
Yeah, light dusting. Um, while I was driving home from Chicago last night, while for looking at apartments, um, there was heavy snow coming down, and it was very hard to see, and it almost like sort of tripped me out because it always almost was like I was driving in this dark <coughs> abyss at the as these white specks were flying at my car, and it almost looks like I was like soaring off into space yeah going into hyperspeed yeah and i was like starting to trip out and i'm like oh oh, anyway this is the holiday episode now now see for added benefits i'm do that experience but actually do it on drugs just don't be the one driving (laughs) yeah drive on drugs everybody you heard it first here from brad (laughs) meyer himself uh, Um, be in the passenger seat please yeah if you're gonna do drugs in a car um (laughs) <laughs> so, uh, but I'm gonna switch everything out for Christmas music. So, hurtfully, hurtfully, hopefully, you hurtfully. heard that at the top. We're and again, it's a tipsy Christmas edition. We've both got eggnog, <laughs> which isn't true. Um, eggnog in my Bud Light Platinum. <laughs> yeah, you know bottle. the good old mix. I got whiskey and Coke and eggnog. That's the traditional holiday mix, right there. Hmm. <laughs> Can you hear it on my lips? <laughs> and I also got a new microphone for Christmas. Shout out to my, is it my parents? Like My grandma got it for me. So I can hear myself. I can hear my soft, soothing, ASMR, sexy voice. I hope your grandma's one of our listeners. Yeah, so grandma, bad. I, I don't know if she listens, but she definitely is messaging me on Facebook every single goddamn day about playing Farmville, if that's still a game. <laughs> I'm so glad my grandma doesn't have Facebook. I'm so glad she, my grandma's actually, dead. What? What if my grandma has Facebook and I'm not her friend? Yeah, you're just you. That's a, you're a savage for that. That's mean. <laughs> Shit. I should probably check if she has Facebook. I don't know. There's you no know. way she has Facebook. You know, Facebook's dying. It's not really dying, but I've heard a lot of middle schoolers these days that are growing up. They don't even start. A, they don't even make a Facebook. They just going back to Facebook. I mean, goddamn, going back to MySpace. Yeah, they go. No, they're going back to Zanga. Oh God. (laughs) No, they're. uh, They just have Instagram accounts, and I think Instagram is kind of taken over now because Instagram. I can't believe we're talking. I don't have an Instagram account. I don't know anything about Instagram. What are you doing, man? This is the future. I think it's just like it's pictures, and isn't it owned by Facebook anyways? No, here's the thing. Yes, yes, it is. But Instagram. Is changing the game, and this is why I'm going full force in 2017. We're starting to see the whole YouTuber celebrity go away, and now we're starting to see <laughs> social media stars that are on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and they post their video content everywhere. And Instagram is kind of taking over all the old uh, retired Viners, and yeah. now there's people there's that have be a like big influx from Vine. I can see that. Yeah, and now there's like ten. There's people with like 10 million followers on Instagram that just post like comedy sketches, and now they have a whole section dedicated to like video makers. And now they just they stole everything from Snapchat, so there's Instagram Stories now that's just like Snapchat, and now they just now implemented uh, uh, live live stream. You can live stream on Instagram now. Instagram, I okay, so Instagram's taking over. What do you think about live stuff? I th- I think lives. I think it's. I mean, I think it's cool. I think we should do something live. You know what I mean? Because, like, my um. So one of my friends, like a girl that I haven't talked to since maybe like ninth grade, but she's a Facebook friend. Yeah, I got a Facebook notification saying she went live, and I yeah. was I was extremely curious 
Yeah. To see what she was doing. I always click on them. I have but to. I'm like, what is I, this person I didn't. Doing? I resisted it because I was like, is she fingering herself? Who knows? I got to click. Like, I haven't talked to this bitch in fucking wow. six years. That was a What is she going to think if she sees Brad Meyer? Watch this. I don't think they like, can see it. I don't think. I think they just see the number and they're just like 42 people watching. Um, I guess. Yeah. Well, you don't have to guess. I'm telling you. Um, I don't know. They they might be able to go. Well, okay, well, she probably wouldn't be able to. Maybe. But someone could probably go into like the source code and find that shit out. Yeah, the source code with Jake Gyllenhaal. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Have you seen that movie? You're laughing. Nope. You probably don't know that. No joke. idea. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it, people. Um, All right, this is unprecedented. But we're only nine minutes in, and I've already finished my beer. I'm going to have to go up and get another one. Go get another one, man. I'll, you know what? I'm going to keep everyone at bay. Brad's going to go get another beer. Like I said, this is a tipsy. This is going to be a little bit random. I'm going to talk really fast so you can't really understand me. This is a Christmas episode, and we're really trying to uh, make this extended. Even though I'm talking fast, we're going to make it you know, around two hours. Let me tell you guys something. This is going to be the last time I'm broadcasting for my room. I'm moving to Chicago because I got a job, and I'm a contributor. Holy shit, that was fast, Bradley. Um, hey, guys. The, uh, the real star is back. Now, <laughs> think you're the real star, huh? Oh, for sure. All right, man. You're 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 hanging on my coattails all the way, man. I'm this this is my idea in the first I've place. I've got man. so many Snapchat followers, you don't even know. People subscribe to me because they want uh, subscribe to this podcast because they want to see me. Um, <laughs> what do you do on this podcast, Brad? Do you have anything that's a value for this podcast? Because I'm carrying um, all our weight. Is is this trying to segue into what we watched this week? <laughs> After 10 minutes of nonsense? No, because I like this uh, just chatting back and forth. Um, <laughs> I do too. <laughs> um, so we'll get, we're still, we're lightly talking about media. We're talking about social media. Um, but the reason Can we talk pod- about all the fucking dead people and how it needs to Jesus stop? Jesus Christ. Way to break it down. Hey, I'm sorry that we're having this light conversation. Can we talk about everyone that's dead? <laughs> No, but seriously, like, like I'm just so many people have died this year, man. Yeah, it sucks. So many, yeah, probably. You know what? It's, it's probably about this is exact same average of people die that died last year. It's just more celebrities died. Yeah, yeah, and that's the people I care about. You, you care about Carrie Fisher? Do you know who she is? Yeah, fucking okay. Star Wars bitch. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie Fisher died. You mean that Star Wars bitch? Um, and then no, her fucking mother died. Her mother died. Like, yeah, no, her fucking mother died. Well, like God's one or taking two days a shit afterwards. on their family. God's taking a shit on their family. Yeah, so now her fucking daughter has to fucking bury her mom and grandmother. Like, fuck. You're saying too many f words. This is a PG show. I'm gonna uh, need you to calm down. Fucky, fuck, fuck, fuckity, fuck, fucky, um, fuck, fuck, fuck. Ah, uh, man, it's been hard. 2016, hasn't it? Yeah, uh, fucking David Bowie. Did you even? Okay, here's one that I learned. It happened in like fucking June. My boy but Prince. Kim Kimbo motherfucking slice is dead. What? He died this. Yeah, no, he died this year in like fucking June. No, he's not. He's yes. Kimbo no, slice look it up. Kimbo dead. slice is dead. Dude, that's my that's my father. I don't know if you know this, but I've yeah, been well, your father's dead apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Kimbo slice is dead. How old was he? Was he due to die? Like no, he was. He was not yet. Well, I mean, I don't know how many drugs and shit Kimbo Slice got yeah, himself into. He he knocked like twenty years off his life with that fighting shit. Yeah, he died. But yeah, June wow. June sixth in Florida. Kimbo June. Slice just 
June 6th. Well, actually, how did he die? He said he was gay and he had AIDS. Heart failure. He had what? Heart failure? Heart failure. Too many punches to the chest. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess. I don't know. That's He was 62? I mean, you, you, you'd think a punch to the chest would kind of work like Oh my like god, he died at 42. CPR? He was 42 years old. Yeah, fucking Kimbo Slice. Wow. He's, he's like a fucking... You thought he was an unbreakable monster. Nope, What's sorry. happening? Heart failure. <laughs> What's happening in 2016? I don't know, man. Are we at risk? Is it Zika virus? <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah, Zika virus is going to kill everyone. All right, well. It's the uh, new Ebola. We're all going to get scared about mm. it. Actually, it's already been the new Ebola. Everyone got scared about it, and now no one talks about it. Just in on Ever and Ever Theater, Zika virus, the new Ebola? Question mark. <laughs> We're talking about the hot topics, and, and let, yeah, we should dedicate we should dedicate this entire podcast about deathly illnesses on covered by news media. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. we are the most knowledgeable on deadly diseases. Obviously, it's, I feel like it. it isn't it kind of insane that we're not the best <laughs> podcast on iTunes yet? <laughs> How is this not? You're a quite thing an ego happened? for only twenty listeners. I know we. we <laughs> it's it's kind of shocking that we're not the masters of this entire thing. Maybe it's a little t- too many plugs of the ranch. Maybe that's what killed us. <laughs> no, I think the ranch is what's keeping our podcast alive. <laughs> I think what's happening is like, man, this JV character is pretty awesome, but br- the other, his partner. He just comes in and he's like, well, it's uh, pretty good. It's, yeah, uh, it's pretty good. It was a good, I like the movie. Before we started this episode, Brad told me about a movie he just saw and he literally started off like, it was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, yeah. I. <laughs> no excuse. You just have a I shitty... don't have an excuse for this movie. I was a bit out of my mind. It was. You're like, a bit I out can't... of your mind. Okay, the movie is the new movie Spectral. On Netflix. Netflix series that no one knows about. It's not a series. It's a movie. It's a full-fledged movie. Sorry, movie. But, like, I can't give a fucking review on it. I don't remember anything about it. It just felt like such a cliche, like, sci-fi. Oh, my God. I've literally recommended 40 million great movies on this podcast and you've just said no fuck to all of them fuck that to all of them and you've just gone off and watched the laziest boring shit and just play so you can like play your video games and just keep the movie on in the background and it's just it's just terrible you're you're annihilating media what all media has to offer no see like actually i did more than this movie deserved I actually wasn't playing video games while I watched it. I actually sat down and watched this whole fucking movie. I'm proud of you. I I shouldn't have done that. You shouldn't have done like it was, that. It was, what kind of world it was, do you live in? Yeah, like I, it just deserved to be a background movie. Like yeah. the ranch deserves to be a background show. The ranch deserves to be destroyed, and every single person on that show <laughs> put in some sort of camp. It doesn't have to be. There you talk about Ashton Kutcher that way. <laughs> Ashton Kutcher's cool. But make something else, brother. Make something else. Yeah. So I mean, I, I mean, is, does that count as a review for? Spectral? Have you even seen Full of Black Mirror? No, I'm on episode two of season three. <clears throat> I've been like getting. A- I've been stuck on Shameless, man. My what parents turned me on to Shameless. Why are you I'm listening almost, to your parents? I'm almost through season two now on that show. Yeah, like that's, that's unfortunate. Fuck that family gets into a lot of shit. Oh my god. And I have no drama in my life. And like I 
I kind of feel like a stay-at-home like wife, like who who gets her drama from TV, mm. except instead of watching some sort of soap opera called All My Stars, mm. I'm just watching Shameless. It's kind of crazy. You're like this just this weird consumer where it's like you just don't care or you don't think outside of what what you're th- watching and you're like man this family gets into some crazy things <laughs> it's so entertaining isn't it crazy how they all for the ranch like isn't it crazy how they all have just southern accents and they're all getting into these weird quirky uh scenes isn't it just insane i will agree i'm a very unintelligent consumer when it comes to media but i'm not that bad <laughs> mm. All right. Well, you heard it here first, folks. The Ever Endeavor Theater, unintelligent consumers. That's what we are. What we do. Well, see, you, you're to balance it out. You're the guy that like, I'm a actually genius. knows. You're, you're the guy that actually knows like the ins and outs of how yeah, stuff is created. Yeah, I don't. I just I see something pretty on the TV and I sit my fat ass down. There you go. And I'm the fat one, so I don't know how that works. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, all right, Brad. Well, we've talked for 17 minutes on random shit. Uh, uh, what have you been consuming besides <laughs> Spectral? No, we, we reviewed one movie. We reviewed Spectral. You mentioned something that was bad. That's all that happened. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see? Can that I, counts I, as a review. I need to cut together all your contributions on this <laughs> podcast, and then we'll see how uh, great you are on the show and why we haven't taken off. <laughs> oh. Man, well, well. give give me a review then, JB. Well, guys, what can you what can you toss my way, Javon? I don't know if I can toss there. Well, first of all, let me just say I think I'm giving up on my dream of watching 100 films in a year. I know it was a large dream, but I've just become too busy, and I don't know if I can do it. I think I may have to just stay at right now. I'm at 88. Maybe you're a fucking failure. Wow, that hurts. (laughs) Uh, How many movies have you? You actually probably watched a lot because you watch a lot of garbage <laughs> um but yeah yeah garbage yeah. goes in garbage comes out yeah and you might <laughs> think like maybe i should try again next year i don't know i kind of want to cut back because i have a job and i'm gonna have to triple down on work for the podcast down. and the stuff i have to work on uh so i don't know um well i mean watching movies is work for this podcast that's I mean, very come on. That's very, very true. I don't know how much work I want to do for this podcast anymore since we're not number one. Um, <laughs> so we're going to break into a section of media we've never broken into before. We're going to loot. Ooh. I don't know why I said that. Um, let's talk about music, Brad. What music have you been listening you know to what? this year? I've been wanting to talk about music for a while, but I didn't know how to approach the subject because I don't know shit about music. You know what? I've been listening to music, too. What's this but music no, stuff? No, I, I haven't really of... been listening to music. Okay, well, fantastic. <laughs> I've there still been listening to podcasts and NPR. Yeah, that's all that matters. Once you discover the beauty of podcasts and realize that you never have to be lonely ever again because you can sit on conversations with your favorite people like Ira Glass, you don't want to ever experience music again. But, like, I mean, wh- what do you do for music now? Like, okay, so when I was in high school, I was always online, like, trying to find the newest, yeah. hottest beats. Yeah, LimeWire. Like, I'm just lazy with, like, Spotify and shit. Like, you know, find shit for me, you fucking algorithm. It gets exhausting to try to look for new music, and I'm very skeptical when it comes to new music. Because I'm like, eh, like, I feel like music doesn't bring me as Like, once I found podcasts, I think I kind of felt like podcasts bring me a lot more valuable 
more, a lot more value than uh, music. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like I it's, can it's sit definitely on... a lot more. But there's no so podcasts may have a lot more value, but only in the first listen. Mm. You listened to the after disaster over these past two weeks. How was that? One of my favorite podcasts. I don't know I don't, what's wrong with you. I don't know what to say about it, man. Like I think you've got a deformed brain. Like I want to badmouth it because it's what? absolute and utter nonsense. You I I tell you right but, now, one of the rules of I this podcast no, is you I, cannot badmouth it. See, like I want to, but I can't because it's great. I haven't stopped listening to it. Yeah, because exactly. <laughs> That's how they trap you in. It's because it's like... They really yeah, they, fucking do. This show is terrible, but it's the most amazing thing of all time. Really um, fucking, like... Yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. Um, so if you don't they know... Need, they need to quit with that fucking... Tyler needs to quit with that fucking Trump shit, though. What do you mean Trump shit? Like, his impression? He just, just, yeah, half of his input in that show... For the past few episodes, has just been him impersonating Trump. Well, yeah, that's just the past few episodes. That's what he does. He just chimes in with. If you don't know, after disaster has become one of my. He favorite. does not. Okay, he does not chime in. He's there for like the majority. Like, I think he has a good third of the chunk of the like sound on it. Yeah, yeah, he's the funny man, kind of like me, except for I also hold everything else too. <laughs> <laughs> Um, After Disaster is one of my favorite podcasts. It's just these three guys that are living in L.A. They all kind of worked on uh, another radio show, and they decided to create a podcast after that show, or a show after that show, where it was just a disaster. And that's really what it is. It's just completely <coughs> nonsensical. They talk about random bullshit. That's where the fucking name... Okay. Yes. I'm wondering where the name came from. No, and that's one of the great things about it, is because you kind of discover their world. At first, you're kind of like, I don't understand what these guys are about. It takes a good 10 lessons to really understand sort of what Which it's about. Which is a really big fucking investment Oh yeah. if you find out that you don't like it. Yeah, but just think of, I mean, if you're Brad, just think about it as uh, Ashton Kutcher and you'll listen to whatever he puts out. <laughs> that's all you gotta true. do. I love, I love me some Ashton Kutcher. So uh, that's one thing, but I want to talk about music. You know, I've been listening to some albums. I've been rediscovering music. Not as much as, you know, podcasts still, but I've been rediscovering music. Mm. And I want to talk about, have you heard of a, have you come to the greatness of D'Antwort? D'Antwort. Are you just now finding them? No, bitch. Okay, good. I've been, good. I've been yeah, I fucking to, love them. The Antwort is amazing. I've been loving it. I've been listening to the Antwort uh, for the past like three, four years, whatever. Um, for, since their beginning, actually, since their first music video. Um, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Hipster over here. Well, their been first listening mu- to them since before they were cool. Well, no, 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 no. Their first music video w- went viral, and everybody knew about them. So it wasn't. It's not like a hipster situation. I think you're freaky, and I like you a lot. Um, I think you're freaky. Like but they re- but they released a new album called like Mountain Ninja and the Cool Kid or something. It's called yeah. I I listened to one song from their new album. That's a mistake right there. It was decent. Uh, I haven't listened to the rest though. You should listen to uh, their new album. It's it's kind of fresh. It's kind of weird. It has like this weird through storyline. Well, I mean, the- kind of weird is an understatement. It's yeah, the that- word. Come on. Yeah, that's kind <laughs> of just all the word. But they have this song called like Rats Rule that I really love. Uh, where it's, it has mm. fucking Jack Black, and it's <laughs> yes, and dude. It, Jack Black has so many amazing cameos, and he sings he's got about a fucking, being a rat. No, like, 
No, and the Do Sony you know does. what cameos Jack Black has been in? Uh, yeah, sure. No, no, I don't. Like, okay, so, shit, what is the name of that kid's... It, there's a kid's show. Tool Time. Um, no, it's got, like, a Dora big... Dora the Explorer. He's got fucking, like, bumps on him. He's a big purple guy with bumps, and he's tall and lanky. Grapes? Uh, Fuck, no, I'm gonna find this show. Yeah, okay, well, you, they just have all kinds of songs. They get this, like, little kid to curse and talk about how he wants wings on his penis it's fantastic another band i want to talk he about. wants wings on his penis yeah a little kid um okay run another I'm thing with that another thing i've discovered in the past couple of years is this fantastic hip-hop duo by the name of run the jewels there's two rappers that have combined to create the fantastic combination that is run the jewels and Every album they come out with is just called Run the Jewels. And so they've came out with their third one, Run the Jewels 3. And oh my god, they combine this cool, like, old-style hip-hop style <coughs> with new wave, rave, um, EDM sort of synthy stuff. And it's so good. I might be playing some of the music right now in the background of the podcast. Um if I can do that. <laughs> uh, so it's it's called Run the Jewels. Run the Jewels, and they have the song called Legend Has It. Oh, my God. It's it's just so good. <laughs> it's so good. And it's funny because me and my mom were cleaning my apartment. We were cleaning my apartment because I'm about to move. And me and my mom were playing some music just to, you know, you know when you clean, you got to play music. And then yeah. we put on, like, the hits of 2016, which I hated most of all of them just because, you know. That's- you got that Justin Bieber? Yeah, Justin Bieber. <laughs> Whatever that song is. Work, 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 work. That song was playing, whatever it was. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to slip in a little. Run the Jewels 3, track 3, I think. Legend has it. Nah, man. You got you got to slip in that fucking trap shit. Well, run Get the, people on their butts twerking. Well, it was me and my mom. And my mom, I don't want to see my mom twerk. Yeah, get your mom twerking. Uh, no, Do please. It. No, please. Come on, Vivian. <laughs> um, so I played Run the Jewels three. Legend has it, and as soon as it comes on, about two minute, a uh, minute and a half in the song, my mom just says out loud, "I hate this," <laughs> like just with no context. I hate this song. And I was like, "All right, well," and I just kind of like receded. And I was like, "All right, well, there you go." I just discovered the most great, amazing group I thought I had ever found, and my mom hates it. So if you like music... Isn't that the worst feeling, though, when you love music so much, and someone's just like, that's fucking terrible. Yeah, so if you like hip-hop music that disturbs uh, suburban Dominican moms, uh, Run the Jewels is for you. Uh, Yeah, I've been also listening to Childish Cambino. He came out with a new Yeah, have you heard his new album? What do you think of it? Yeah, I mean, I, I I like it. It's hard for me to judge music just because it's like it's kind of subjective, but it's not like his old hip hop rap it's stuff. Very, it's very not him. It's exp- I it's not, I it's, don't I still I've listened to it several times. I still don't know what to think about it. It's just I mean, I like it. It's just, it's not his rap. It's not that it's not him. It's just not his rap. That's true. Do. That's true. I I don't know. I. I mean, if you know, I've I wanted been, another rap album, so I'm disappointed. I yeah, I, I've always I've been following Childish Gambino since he was Donald Glover on Derek Comedy. Do you know Dude, Derek? Yeah, Comedy? you showed him to me. I remember that shit. Yeah, we I, can like, both be hipsters on this one. We found Donald Glover before he was big. Yeah, like I loved Derek Comedy back in the day, a sketch 
comedy channel on YouTube. And then I remember I watched a Childish Gambino's Bonfire music video. And I was like, why is that guy from Derek Comedy <laughs> in this music video? And I realized, yep. like, wait, he is Childish Gambino. And it blew my mind. And now he's doing so many things like uh, acting. He's, he's in fucking TV shows. Yeah, he's fantastic. He's got several albums out. He's fantastic. He's a fucking YouTube star. He's and got he, stand up comedy specials. He does fucking everything. Yeah, and if you know him, he's kind of quite the artist. And so I feel like, you know, this is just another thing that he's always wanted to explore. It's the same thing with Tyler, the creator, that he kind of started doing more R&B music. Yeah, like he's, he's got such a good life. He just, he sees art that he wants to make and people love it. Most yeah. people, when they make art that they want to make, people don't like it. <laughs> right, that's my life. Actually, people <laughs> like, people like it just on a small scale. Um, <laughs> it just it doesn't have the recognition it deserves. It, yeah, I just haven't put in the work to promote it and whatnot. Um, so yeah, that was the music I've been listening to. It's been changing my life, especially that Diane word. Rats rule. Rats, rats everywhere you look, everywhere you turn, there's rats. That's literally the song. That, okay, the way you sang it, but it's kind Jack of Black. sounded like it came straight out of Sweeney Todd for some reason. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, because I should be a musical. We've also talked about be, going to a musical and reviewing a musical, right, Brad? Yeah, we, um, sometime in the future, hopefully, we will be going to see Hamilton, and then we will have... Um, a recording immediately after reviewing it, and yeah. JV apparently doesn't like musicals. I don't like. I, I'm going to show him otherwise. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of musicals. I mean, I haven't experienced much, so it's not like. I mean, maybe when I figure out the perfect one, I'll like them. But every single time, it just seems over cheesy, super w- over whimsical. But you know, I know that's the point of it, so I just kind of yeah. That, that it. is that is kind of the genre. I think the only genre of classical theater that i hate and despise is ballet really yeah i can see that it's like what about like opera opera i could okay i probably could understand it but i feel like i could enjoy it more than i could ballet yeah ballet i don't know i've seen i've only seen one ballet and i think it was cinderella but it was just weird like they're telling a story with Dance. no talking on their toes. And just just tapping feet. Yeah. <laughs> women played guys, which was probably the best part of the entire show. Why was that? The they best were the part? comedic relief. Okay. On but, purpose? Were they trying to be funny? Yeah. Because they're 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 guys that are playing women. Guys played the um the evil sisters of Cinderella. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so they, they were they were the comedic relief. Always being unladylike and such because they were guys. Well, you haven't seen that experimental theater where it's like people with big poles strapped to their pelvis. <laughs> I've seen fucking videos of that banging. I would love to see that live, man. Yeah, I would fucking blow my brains out for that. You, you, God damn. you would think it's awesome until you're like ninety minutes in and you're like, All right, yeah, <laughs> then you're like, okay, guys, come on now. All right, There's yeah. no fucking plot to this. I get it. You're artists. <laughs> um. So what else have you been watching, man? Or I can hop into some stuff. What you got? Or should we take a break? Or should we just keep going? Because this is an extended episode. Christmas, um, Christmas. It is extended, 
but my bladder is telling me we should take a break. Yeah, that's how my bladder feels as well. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to take a bladder break. And if you're listening, maybe you should get up from your desk or wherever you're listening. Uh, maybe you're, if you're having sex and listening to this, pull out and just eat, like just let your bladder free and come back with us when we talk about more media. Don't forget to mushroom stamp your gal first, though. What the fuck does that mean? I don't even want to know. We're taking a break. And welcome back to the Christmas episode. Ho ho ho, mother yuckers. Listen, mother yucka. We do not celebrate Christmas in this house. House, listen, mother yucka. This is not the game. Christmas is celebrated at white people's house, not my house. We do not celebrate mm. Christmas. Welcome back, everybody. We got more stuff to talk about. Brad, what do you want to talk about? All right, yeah, let's let's get into it. I don't, I feel like we've done very few actual um, reviews of stuff. That's on purpose to so extend. We gotta extend. <laughs> so let's get on to my favorite movie that I've watched recently. Uh, it's a tie between two. Jesus, hear the other one later. Jesus, this one Christ. is the Fantastic Beasts. And aware to find them. The only way this could be that your fan, your best, <laughs> your fantastic, your best movie of this week is if it's the only movie you've seen this week. No, I've seen quite a few actually. I, I, I don't <laughs> understand how this could. It's it's great. Like, and, and, I don't know about you, but I have been waiting for a Harry Potter movie that did not revolve around Harry Potter. Okay, okay, I'm down with that. I like that. I, I'm a huge Harry Potter movie fan. I'm a big fan of the Harry Potter movies. Yeah, and, and like, I thought this was just okay. I I mean... No, it was not at all fantastic, if you know what I mean. The characters could have probably done better We're pretty in the good. way, like, in w- terms of character development and... There were, like, some characters, like, why are you even there? Like, the muggle, why was he even there the whole time? He just kind of felt like comedic relief. Um, they could have at least given him a little bit bigger role. But as for just the general atmosphere and feeling of magic, oh, yeah. it was top-notch. Yeah, it was not at all that. Um, yeah, I mean, hey, it was... Fuck you, bitch. It was cool. You're wrong. You're wrong on this one. It was cool, but there was just so many things that just didn't make sense. And by the end of it, I just didn't care about his pursuit to get all his creatures back. Like that that plot line. So Fantastic Beasts is a section of or a spinoff movie of Harry Potter. It's in the Harry Potter world. Takes place in America. Some British guy comes in. He has a crate full of. He has a suitcase full of dangerous creatures that he can't get out, and yet he has the entire world of wizardry. In his uh, wand, in his pocket, and yet he can't figure out a, some different way to not let these creatures get out, except for some weird muggle It's magic. Lock. It's whimsical. Yeah, but it, they never think things through in it, the Harry Potter universe. Yeah, it doesn't make any goddamn sense to be no, like... like they, no, okay. You can't try and extrapolate logic out of the Harry Potter universe mm. because they have the fucking time turner, which is the key <laughs> to solve all... 
all of life's problems. Okay, so and they give it and they gave it to fucking Hermione for a semester so she could make it to her classes on time. That's true. Don't fucking try and get logic logical with the Harry Potter universe. Okay, so it's so not going to work. So every mistake and horrible move they make in these movies, we should just be like, oh, but it's Harry Potter and it doesn't matter because everything's Potter, beautiful. Yes. And it's, everything's beautiful and um, uh, his creatures in his suitcases poop tastes like uh, gold <laughs> flakes, truffles. Is that what we're supposed to think? You just You just, just got to suspend reason, man. Yeah. Develop yourself in the magic. I thought you should watch things. Just accept everything that's being brought to you. Yeah. Yeah. That's how Brad did. That's the Brad way. <laughs> Much like um, arranged marriages for Indian brides. They just, <laughs> they just take it. They're like, okay, this is my life. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. So, all right. Well, there you go. Fantastic Beasts. You are the uh, Indian uh, marriage, forced marriage of movies. Congrats. You should quote that on your DVD uh, cover. <laughs> yeah, they should. Yeah. <laughs> but no, okay, so so you've seen the movie. Uh, yes, why, I why, have. Like, what, what do you, why do you take so much offense at it? I don't take that much offense at it. I just don't think it's that really all that great. I mean, yeah, I don't understand how someone could watch that and be like, that was amazing. Because it was very visually stimulating. That's what I want out of a Harry Potter movie. Yeah. I want to see fucking things that I've never fucking imagined before. That that's true, but not if they're I mean, come on, they're not they're to be let's be honest, they're not really that unique. We got like a, a basically a monkey and then we got like basically a rhino and then we basically got a flying whatever and then we got you know which what I mean? can cause fucking storms, which also I don't understand why it lives in Arizona. It's, this whole thing doesn't make any sense. Like, it's the most backwards. <laughs> like, this dude, he has his, he has so much exposal <laughs> to so many different tools in the wizardry world, and yet his best way of solving his solution is to stuff all these really dangerous creatures in a suitcase, and like, and that, that where uh, the suitcase lock isn't fully functioning. Like, you know okay, what I mean? I mean? It doesn't make any sense. I think, what wasn't the main character like a brother of, like, someone that was in, like, the English Ministry of Magic or something like that? I don't know. I don't like, know. like I, I think we can trace this all back to the inefficiency of the bureaucracy that is the English Ministry of Magic. I mean, look at fucking Ron's dad, who is, I think, the head of... Of muggle studies? When in England, they let, like, muggles, like, okay, they're, they're not muggles, I mudbloods, I, for lack of a better term. Right. Like, they have mudbloods in their society. And yet, do you remember how backwards and unknowledgeable the head of muggle studies, which is Ron's dad, was? Uh, uh, no, I don't remember. They, they, they have... All of these resources and the head of Muggle Studies still didn't know what the fuck a rubber ducky was what's from your, a movie. What's your point? My point is I don't know, man. Yeah, this is, this is fantastic. <laughs> My point is you're trying to pull logic from it. You're saying he needs, he has okay, all these resources, okay. but the best he can okay. do is come up with a okay, suitcase. Okay. 
He's fucking British. He knows what the fuck he wants. <laughs> He's British. He's a motherfucking gangster. That's actually the least of the problems for me. I think the problem is the problem is that I, I just didn't care about his venture that much. There was an awesome scene where he like enters excuse me, enters into his suitcase and does all that entire thing, which was cool. But his pursuit of like chasing these creatures through parks as they're destroying things was just so ridiculous to me. It wasn't as interesting to me. And then again, it's just like all about these like just characters that aren't really all that interesting. Like the girls in this movie, they're, they're just there to be in love with the guys. That's literally it. Like it's so okay. Well, the the main female lead's sister, yeah, that's all she was there for. Yeah, and it's like, I, th- I think the f- main female lead did actually have some legitimacy. Yeah, and the, but then by the end, role. it was like, oh well, we gotta make them love each other too because it's a man and a woman. Um, it, okay, I mean, come on, like that's two thirds of every Hollywood movie that has a man and a woman lead. Yeah, but I'm sick. Come of on it. now, I'm sick of it. I hold people to a lot higher standard. Um. And uh, there was a, a let's not do spoilers, but but there was a huge twist at the end that was absolutely not necessary and completely stupid. And it was like, okay, here's a thing that just happened that like seemingly no one, uh, none of us know about or care about. You know what I mean? You know what I'm talking I about? I am. I I'm trying to think of what in you're... in the in the tunnel. You should have paid attention in the tunnel. I know in the tunnel. I know you're talking about something in the tunnel. There was a character that was revealed. Did, oh, Jesus Christ. Was that a twist? Were people... Yes, that were was... Were people actually not expecting that? No. I was expecting that from the fucking beginning. I don't, well, have you read the book? Dude, the book is a fucking child's book where okay, all it does is say kids. Okay, but... Where all it does is, like, list the actual... <laughs> no, like, the, the yeah, book, yeah, I've read it. it's a manual, isn't it? I, I had it as a kid. Yeah, it's literally just a manual of Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. Yeah, it's literally... But this... But that entire twist, that was supposed to be this huge reveal thing, and... It, yeah, that, that and did seem a big, like... And there's no reason for... There's, like, no... Like, there's no big, like, shock, like, okay, cool, another person that we don't know yet yeah i i feel like they could have saved that for a sequel but i don't think they wanted to do a sequel for this movie yeah they just went up and revealed it i don't know and i just felt like there were so many characters like the fat uh guy i don't sorry we don't know these characters names who cares (laughs) hopefully you saw the movie this is a horrible he was the nomad i don't think they ever like found his name useless he did literally nothing except for because he has no magic what do you expect a person no, 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 with no, no magic and no, no gun to do? I'm just saying his character uh, like served no purpose other than to play the audience stupidious, stupidity so that they could explain to him, a.k.a. us, the audience members, what certain thing things were. And then for him to – every time he sees this girl, he gets all googly-eyed. All, oh, my God. She's so beautiful. And for some reason, even though she's never met him and there's no reason for her to like him, she likes – she's in love with him too. No, her fetish is people without magic. Her fetish is muggles. Oh. Is that so hard to believe? I mean, she, she, she's, so, she's never met a muggle before. She's infatuated. She's no, like, okay, hold on, hold on, oh, hold on. Is that really what it was? That she had never met a muggle before and she was uh, in love with muggles? Or you, yeah, that, like that's it said in the movie. She's like, I've never met a muggle before. And she fell in love. And so that's, and that's her fetish. Uh, yeah, they say that specifically. Like, she, she loves muggles. Yeah, it says specifically. Muggles are my fetish. I've never met quote, a, end quote. I've never met a seven foot tall blonde woman. Um, 
If she she was fucking tall as shit, wasn't she? No, 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 no. I'm just saying, like, I've never met a seven-foot-tall blonde woman, and if a blonde woman came in, it's not like, I have to be with her. I have to be with him. Okay, well, obviously, you don't have a fetish, then. Mm, Yeah, I I guess I don't. Um, (laughs) I don't know. I'm just saying, like, this movie, especially, it's so convoluted. Like, it doesn't seem to have this... There's something else going on in the city. (coughs) Yeah, we're taking on these ridiculous adventures to find his creatures. That and for me, I just wasn't as interested in that part of aspect of it. I was really interested in that, but I think that might just be the biologist in me. Yeah, and because I had the book as a kid, I actually really wanted to learn about the magical beasts of the Harry Potter universe. Yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, I haven't seen. I saw the movie a while ago, so I don't remember why I didn't love it all that much. But I definitely remember having great reasons for it back then. <laughs> and that seems like such a <laughs> fucking excuse. But uh, yeah, it just, it just kind of, it just wasn't. And then, especially, it felt like it ended. The movie felt like it ended three times. Like it was like, all right. yeah. I, I I agree with that. Yeah, and it was, it was like, similar to this um, Batman versus Superman, as in I expected it to end a lot earlier than it did. Yeah, it was like, all right, I guess I'll see you when I see you. All right, bye. From this point on, you're gonna forget this, or you're gonna do this, or blah 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 blah. Or blah, 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 blah. <laughs> it what? just kept it in. How how awesome would have it had been if magic was real, and they somehow cast the Obliviate curse. On every person that saw the movie afterwards. Like, everyone pays for the movie, they watch it, <laughs> and then they get Obliviate casted on them, and then they leave. Just like, what the fuck did I just do for an hour and a half? That's that's a weird thing to, to think about, Brad. I don't know. <laughs> and they have this entire raining scene in the movie where everyone's like, oh, everyone's forgetting. Okay, yeah, no, fuck that scene. That scene made no <laughs> sense. <laughs> I, like, I'm sorry... I can I can suspend logic for only so many things in a Harry Potter movie, but that one was just so wrong with what? the rain scene. The enti- yeah, this entire movie it's kind of just weird. It doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. Um, but yeah, overall, I, I think it did justice to the Harry Potter universe. Yeah, I think it, it fits stayed in. nice and illogical. I think it characters could have been developed better, or could have just in general been better characters. Right, but as for how it approached the universe of Harry Potter overall, and I love it, and it's amazing. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I love it, and it's amazing. All right, well, you're here to hear yep, first. If folks. you disagree, you're wrong. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find It. Not only is it fantastic, but it's I love it, and it's amazing. Um, all right, well, now moving on. <coughs> Brad saw that. I saw a couple movies. I watched a couple things. Oh, did you now? Yeah, have you ever heard of? Uh, I saw uh, the less the lesser version of Zootopia, aka the Secret Life of Pets, with my parents because they were sh- they, oh, they I needed. Love that movie. You saw that too. They needed it's to such watch a that good movie. It's like it's like it's 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 great because it's like really really like just okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just. I've seen Zootopia, which was 40 times better, and I know it's slightly different. Yeah, no, Zootopia was much better. Secret Life of no. Pets, it's it's got a... Sp- I was waiting for that movie for over a year, though. Oh, I saw wow. the trailer, like, really early in theaters, and I was like, I need to see that! Wow. Like, a year in advance. Uh, yeah, and I like Secret Life of Pets, because the, uh, Secret Life of Pets is an animated 
sort of kids movie just about the secret life of pets. I mean, what would you guess? And they go on these crazy adventures. Um, and so they feature dogs, I think like lizards, birds, they have everything. They feature everything, except for a kangaroo. I don't think there's a kangaroo in there. Yeah, I don't know why there would be. I don't know why you thought of that. But it's cute because <laughs> it kind of takes, it kind of plays on the fact of like what dogs do and how they are like, like as soon as their owner leaves, like I miss my owner so much. Mm-hmm. And then the owner comes back in to get their keys and they're like, You've been gone forever. Oh my God. Yeah. So they play on a lot of that stuff. It's great. For some reason, my parents, they have Google Chrome and I, and I think part of, uh, or I'm not Google Chrome, uh, Chromecast. And they have these, they have these horrible connections where they try to stream movies and it drops frames every three seconds. And I was getting infuriated because I'm looking at them like, can we change the damn stream or figure out something? And they're just like watching it, just a big smile on their face, not noticing it at all. Or, and I'm like, how can you guys stand this? It's literally freezing every three seconds. And none of you, it's an animated movie. It's supposed to have this smooth motion. And yet none of you give a shit. And you're just watching it happily. How can you stand this? And that's just you're the, like that. F- you're like that fucking kid that like throws a tantrum when <laughs> in like high school the teacher puts on a video and doesn't move the mouse away from the screen. Uh, well, it's just technical <laughs> issues. It's an animated movie. Can you imagine an animated movie where every five seconds it drops five frames or ten frames and it okay, freezes? Well, you're talking. You're talking to the kid. Yeah, yeah. Who watches? Who streams it? Who downloads? Who streams, streams most of his movies? Yeah. Of terrible quality. This does not affect me nearly as much as it affects you. Yeah, yeah. You know why, though? Because I respect the artist. If I find out any of you <laughs> motherfuckers stream... Pretentious fuck. <laughs> illegally stream one of my pieces of content, I will find you. And if you... <laughs> I will find you and strangle you. Not because I want you to buy, pay for it, but because you have to see it at its proper form. And so I like broke down and just bought three, spent four dollars to stream it from my phone on YouTube because it, it was ridiculous. I could not understand how they were watching it. Um, so that tainted it a bit. <laughs> but fucking hilarious. That tainted it a bit. But you know what? It was funny. It had a lot of great comics in it. Lucy K, uh, Seth Rogen. Um, Wait, who was Lewis? Who was Louie? He was the main character, man. He was the main dog. Fuck, man. It's been a while since I've seen that movie. Yeah. Um, so, Secret Life of Pets. How did I not fucking recognize him? Yeah, yeah, I didn't actually recognize him until the last 10 minutes of the movie. It's kind of ridiculous what they go on. It, you know, it doesn't, there's not a lot of like heavy stuff to like really hold on to. Until the end when it's fucking super heavy. I don't remember the end. There's giant. Imminent death for just about everyone. Oh, uh, okay. Yes. But, um,. Yeah, and so obviously Zootopia has a lot more like incredible, like clever sort of plot, like some really cool, like it's a really cool story. Secret Life of Pets was kind of just like the, all these pets get together and they just see their weird adventures that they have in weird alleyways and um, and stuff like that. Uh, oh, and also Kevin Hart plays like this cute little fluffy kitty. Oh, I love or something. Kevin Hart in anything. Yeah, so Secret Life of Pets, baby. Baby, what uh, what would you rate it? Oh, a zero. No, um, uh, I don't know. It's just like a what I didn't rate everything. Six point five out of ten. Seven out of ten. It's hard for me to. 
It's hard. For I would me. actually give it a six point out of ten. Really? Yeah. I, yeah. I, it's hard for me to rate animated movies because they always just end up like, being like pretty good. Um, but since I've seen Zootopia and Zootopia, <laughs> Zootopia is like a nine for me. So I don't know, like a six point five seven. I don't know. Yeah, Zootopia. I need to watch that movie again. Yeah, it's fantastic. Makes you think about what black people suffer. No, not really. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What else have you been watching, consuming? Let's see. I saw in theaters over uh, the Christmas weekend with my family, I saw The Accountant. Wow. Why would you do that? Um, For people that don't know what The Accountant is about, it's about an autistic kid who grows up to be an accountant. Really? For the mafia and, like gangbangers and like some really high profile criminals so christian wolf is a math savant with more affinity for numbers than people behind the cover of a small town cpa office he works as a freelance accountant for some of the world's most dangerous criminal organizations yep exactly what i said yeah that was actually so yeah it's it's i didn't actually watch any trailers before i saw it Starring so Ben I Affleck, didn't know, Anna Kendrick, J.K. Simmons. Yeah, it's got a good ben cast. Affleck. Got a good cast. So, yeah, I, I watched it without ha- going in without having seen any trailers. It was very, very action-heavy. Like, Of course it Once was. the action starts, it doesn't fucking stop. All right, well, I'm not seeing it then. <laughs> <laughs> and it's... It's sort of predictable. I mean, halfway through the film, I was sitting next to my mom. She called exactly how it was going to end, so... Good on her. And I I was I was kind of leaning towards what she was saying, but I wasn't completely sure because I thought it was too obvious for them to do in the film. But yeah. they did it anyways. Of course they did. Um, overall, like, great. I, I really like the characters, and... I was actually, they they kind of set up a love interest between the main character who was autistic and um, a female. She wasn't really a lead. She wasn't in there too long, mm-hmm. but she she still had a pretty big um, part. But yeah, they they so they sort of like yeah, set did. up. They they sort of set up like this like love interest between them. Of course they did, and I love it so much because. He's autistic, and he doesn't do social interactions well. Yeah, and he totally fails at like she. She's trying to put the moves on him. He is completely unfazed. <laughs> it just doesn't fucking get through at all. Yeah, <laughs> which I, I I liked. Like yeah, they they got rid of the Hollywood trope. There always has to be a love interest because this guy is autistic and they're not good with social interactions. So yeah. he didn't even see it coming, and he didn't. Right. Awesome. Oh. All right. Well. Yeah, I, I I don't know too many autistic people. Um, <laughs> I I feel like they did a good job at portraying it, but I I really I I don't know because I don't know autist any autistic people. So right. Yeah. All, the only autistic people I know are actually have pretty severe conditions and aren't really able to socialize at all. So I don't know. Yeah. Um. All right. Well. 
maybe it's you know what you cover some movies before we i don't know if we're gonna take a break anytime soon but you know maybe we'll... um let's let's do two breaks all right well you know what before we do that let me uh let me do a little bit of tubes be like all right welcome to tubes be like <laughs> a show within a show where we're talking about stuff that's happening on youtube in the interwebs and all the drama and all the cool videos. Let's talk about uh, a young brown fellow by the name of Adam Sala. Have you heard of Adam Sala? Is this the guy that pranked the um, airlines? Pranked you? It's just a prank, bro. Adam Sala decided he's a he's a he's a uh, uh, I believe he's Muslim, but he's a he's a he's a man. He's a young man. He's a social media star. He's a YouTuber. He's got over two million subscribers <laughs> on YouTube. He's known for doing pranks and vlogs. And he posted a video that blew up on Facebook, and uh, that was like him doing like uh, like a selfie video where he was like walking off of an airline. He was like, "Can you believe this, guys? It's 2016. We just got co- kicked off for speaking Arabic. This is ridiculous." And so, and people are like in the background of the plane, like waving at him, like bye. And it kind of seems like, wow, this is ridiculous. We were speaking Muslim to my, I was speaking Muslim to, I mean, Muslim, Jesus Christ. We were speaking Muslim. Jesus Christ, I'm a racist bigot. He was speaking Arabic. <laughs> I can't believe I said that for that long. He was speaking Arabic. <laughs> oh my God, that's so embarrassing. Uh, I really don't like that I did that. Um, he was speaking Arabic to his friend for so long. And. <laughs> Christ. He's <laughs> uh, speaking Arabic for so long. And people, and apparently he got kicked off for the plane. You've probably seen the video. But yeah, then, okay. So, what were your first impressions after seeing this video? Well, a lot of my friends on Facebook shared the video because it was like, this is ridiculous. 2016, like the fact that you're going to get kicked off for speaking Arabic, uh, for being Muslim, whatever it is. But since I am heavily attached to YouTube and heavily attached to um, this kind of uh, to this content and just social media stuff, I know Adam Sala, Sala, and so I immediately recognized him and I was like, "Oh, this is Adam Sala. If this is really how it went down, this is pretty fucked up." But it's Adam Sala, and it's pro. There's probably a good chance that there's some uh, there's another side to it. That's the where he's like. Exaggerating or lying because if you don't know, Dude, yeah, Adam, my f- yeah, go go ahead. Adam Sala, who Adam Sala is. He's a, he's a big YouTuber and he's he does occasionally pranks and but recently, well, actually, there's two things. A while back, he got in trouble for, and this is was starting to come out slowly, but he got in trouble for making a race baiting video where he apparently. He made a video to make it look like he was dressed in traditional like Muslim garb and he was like being harassed by the police. But then it came out that the entire video was faked and and he was he made a race baiting video. And then it came out that he tried. He was like, I'm going to ship my I'm going to uh, put myself in a big suit uh, suitcase and um and sh- and basically they're going to put me in the luggage compartment of a plane and I'm going to fly across <laughs> for free or whatever and that was completely faked as well um so he's known for faking stuff so as soon as I saw him I was like oh, I don't know I don't know so I was skeptical but go ahead. yeah like, I I didn't even know who Adam Sala is I I saw this video through Reddit and I watched it and I like 
my first impression is like this is just extremely inflammatory. This feels completely contrived, and I don't believe it for a second. Okay, and why not? Because you're a racist. Uh, like just it. Just watching the video, it just looked like it was faked so hard. Like he was he was going like like I I guess part of it is because he is a YouTube star. Yeah, so he does sort of know how to like frame himself and catch those videos. So maybe that's part of it, but it just looked like okay, it looks like he's just staging this. Well, he's turning exactly over to his friend that is looking bewildered and it doesn't look sincere. It just looks like he's there as a plant to make it seem well worse than it is. Okay, yeah. Well, well cuz the video it's not really like him showcasing his racism that he described. It's really just him being kicked off the plane yeah, and then yeah, escorting like that, that them was, out. That was another thing that like set off my alarms. Like, oh, he, he didn't actually record the initial event. He's just recording the aftermath. But see, that like, to me... Like, most, peop- most people, the first thing they do, like, if they're going to post it on social media, first thing they do is they whip out their phones immediately. But They want to get all of it. Yeah, but I feel like also I can kind of believe being like escorted off the plane and like wait are you guys serious like like say this was real i can sort of believe this whole like if i was being escorted to the plane like wait are you, you guys are really kicking me off because i was speaking arabic and then pull out my phone like can you guys believe this i'm being kicked out but yeah you could tell it was- i see like no like in that situation i would pull out my phone be like hold on one second pull out my phone click record and like all right why am i getting kicked off this plane Get the answer and then right, go. right. But he was kind of doing that. He was just already sta- standing up, sort of being. He was al- like when the video started. He was already leaving, and he was just screaming and flaming. Yes, shit. yes. And, but then, and so because of his background, there was definitely a lot of skeptics. But there was also a lot of people that that just blindly supported it. Um, and man, but again, I knew Adam Sala, so I was like, there's probably something more to this. And then Philip DeFranco, my boy Philip DeFranco on YouTube. Fucking Philip. He destroyed him pretty much and just said, good. pointed out. I love Phil. I love when Phil destroys people. Yeah, and he po- he's so good at it. When If he finds something wrong with you, you better, you best watch out, bitch. <laughs> yeah, and he pointed out his race baiting video. He pointed out all his other fake stuff. And then he actually went back on his Twitter, on Adam Sala's Twitter, and showcased the fact that. Adam Sala had tweeted out things like showcasing like he tweeted out something like the Boston bomber, the person they arrested for the Boston bomber is innocent. Let him go. And so Philip DeFranco shared that. And so he was like, he's a Boston bomber supporter or, 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 or uh, a denier. And then he also pulled up like four or five other tweets that had to do with 9-11 saying that 9-11 was an inside job. And so part of me was like, all right, Philip, you don't But need- I mean, come on, not 9-11 was an inside job. Come on. Exactly. Come exactly. On. Haven't you seen Zeitgeist? But I was like, come on, Philip, you don't need to like try to accuse him of like, this is why he's lying because he thinks 9-11 was a conspiracy. But either way, he pulled up other stuff, you know, just the fact that he's not to be trusted. Just, just to show like, even if this guy's story is true, He's just a bitch crying. He's the, he's the boy who cried wolf. Like, right. If, if anything ever happens to him in the future, like he's fucked. Right. Like, like if he gets deliberately targeted by racists now, I don't know why you're not speaking. To no the one's going to fucking yes. believe him. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> sorry. He, <laughs> yeah. And he, um, 
And what was I gonna say? He, I don't <laughs> fucking know. I'm laughing. God damn it! This podcast is a disaster. Um, he has had a lot of just questionable stuff. Um, and also there was witnesses on the plane that were like, he was standing up and screaming Arabic or something that <laughs> sounded like it was Arabic. Yeah, I fucking, I fucking and put his, kick him off for that too. And putting his fist up and it wasn't, and you know, it's an international flight. So it's not like these people are scared of different languages, but it was like, why is he like standing up and doing all this weird stuff and yelling it? And so there was reports yeah. of that. Context people. And then there was other people saying like his friend was definitely recording it um, and trying to make like a social experiment out of it. So most likely Adam Sala is probably just a douchebag and he's been proven to be a douchebag in the past. So, you know, there you go. And if you want to call us racist for that, then go ahead. <laughs> yeah, fucking I don't care. Um, I got a black friend. Come on, I can't be racist. Yeah, exactly. That's the sound <laughs> logic. And speaking of that, okay, let's talk about this. MTV... Also on Tubes Be Like, MTV put out a video. MTV News. No, fuck. I don't even want to talk about this video. Have fuck that it? video. MTV yeah. News attacking my friend, attacked my friend over here, Brad Meyer, and they made a video similar to what BuzzFeed style is, and they made a video saying what white guys can, can improve on in 2017. And it was very like this patronizing, like, hey, white guys, maybe you should uh, not – uh, you know, say woke so much, or maybe you should. That was okay. Yeah, that's fucking like. Maybe what? you should not be so I, racist. Why? Why is woke such a thing they grab onto? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, I don't understand. Why that are you either. so pissed? We say woke. And one of the things was maybe you should learn what man explaining is and learn to stop. And Philip DeFranco also made a video, and a lot of people made a video, saying like, "This is horrible." Can you imagine a world where I was like? Things black people can improve on in 2017. Yeah, exactly. It, like, what? Come on now. Yeah, that would be horrible. And in tr- but seriously, no, JV, I've got a list of things you can improve on for oh, next okay. year. I got a list of improve on, things you can improve on. Not talk about the ranch on this show. That's the first, <laughs> the first one. <laughs> um, so people were upset at that, and MTV uh, took down the video because MTV has started to do a lot more BuzzFeedy type things. Now let's talk about BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed released a video kind of a while ago, but it kind of blew <laughs> oh, up. But it kind of blew up with H3H3 with his response. BuzzFeed and this infuriated me. I'm all for feminism and 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 it sucks that there's a lot of like sort of extreme social justice warriors that kind of kind of ruin feminism in some ways because um, for being a little bit too insane, but. Yeah. BuzzFeed released a video about manspreading. Now, if you don't know what manspreading is, manspreading is this new phenomenon where men <laughs> on trains, and I've done this because it's on Chicago, where they, when they sit, when you know a typical guy sits, they kind of spread their legs open a little bit. And now BuzzFeed has initiated a war on manspreading and said they want to stop it. And the the video literally starts with someone from BuzzFeed saying, what is between their legs that's so important that they need to spread their legs? It's the fucking dick, man. <laughs> that's the most important it's, organ we own. And so, if you talk to get off my dick, if you talk to if you talk, <laughs> if you talk to any guy, they will all say the same thing that we as guys spread our legs a little bit because it's not comfortable to keep your legs completely closed. Uh, and but they made this entire video where it was like. 
these three women try manspreading for a week. And it's like these girls like on a train spreading their legs super wide and taking up two seats. And they're like, <laughs> and they're like, how could someone do this? I just feel disgusting for doing this. You know, I can't, I don't know if I can continue throughout the week. And it's funny because it's like, I've never quote unquote manspread enough to the point where I'm taking two seats. Never. Yeah. I've never done that. Okay, well, I might have, so. Okay. Well, we should also <laughs> talk about... Cause, uh, people- I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. I got to take another piss. Oh, fuck, <laughs> we dude. Got, it's got to be another break. Jesus Christ. All right, we'll it's be It's been another 40 minutes. More. I had a lot of water at work today. I, I'm and drinking. beers are just going straight through me. All right, we'll be right with more <laughs> man spreading. <laughs> Alright, anyway. Uh man spreading. Man spreading. They, they made a vi- they made a video about man spreading. So you you have taken up two seats with man spreading? Because that's horrible. I guess Like it depends, man. Like I don't do it if someone needs the seat. Yeah, yeah, right. But like if I, I have I've the never- space, I will spread out. Like I'm like water. I will spread to fill the space I'm given. Jesus Christ. Okay. Um, yeah, I've never done that. So for me, I look at it as a perspective. I always try to move, make sure people can sit down and whatnot. But yeah, I don't know. I just think you have to realize. I, I don't know. I think just a lot of this is just a lot in a lot of ways how guys split. There's probably sure some guys that take advantage of it, but it's the same way as like there's probably a lot of girls out there that take advantage of putting their bags next to them so no one can sit down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's just a matter of douchebag, case by case, who's a douchebag, yeah, man or a woman. People of all colors and genders can be douchebags. Yeah, you can be a gay, Muslim, uh, transgender boy and not manspread. Or you can be a straight, white, rich woman and manspread. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Purse spread, bag spread. Purse spread? So... So so, yeah. That's uh, that's that. I guess that's it for tubes out or tubes be like. Well, how about a books out? It's a harambe. Books out of harambe. This book is still pissing me off. I don't know why I'm still reading it. It's why you. It's still I, a fucking I, roller coaster for me. One chapter is fucking amazing. The other chapters, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, author? These Arab-like people are pissing me off. No, like, it's... and Okay, so one of the weird... Okay, so, like, the fucking... I don't understand what this guy is doing with, like... Arab. Like, he's got, he's got like, sex stories in this fantasy. Mm-hmm. Which I, I didn't expect going in. And it's just... It's just weird because, like... One of the characters was... A virgin for like the longest time, and she puts so much emphasis on being a virgin and being pure. And now she's about to be Eskimo brothers with. Well, now the two main characters are about to be Eskimo brothers because of her. And it's just. What does that mean? Uh, you you fuck the same girl. You're Eskimo brothers. Oh wow, this is weird. And it's just like oh, I don't. They're gonna run a train. No, no, no. Somewhere. No. Else. This, 
book just needs to start making more sense. Book like it makes just, more sense. It's a great story. It's just some of these things. Like, that's not what people would do in that situation. Maybe it is. And maybe I'm just naive. <laughs> but, like, those don't seem like genuine human reactions. I love how you're, like, workshopping your ideas about this book on this podcast. I feel like that's what you constantly do. You don't come prepared. You're just like, I don't, just man. Weird, man. And I don't know how I feel, but I just want to talk about me. It's just weird. It's a dialogue. <laughs> I am I am forming my opinions as I spew the nonsense forth. I do that, too. I just do it more elegantly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, I'm not an entertainer. I mean, I guess I, guess I am. <laughs> But I'm not. <laughs> Technically, you are now, buddy. Yeah. Welcome to the. You, do you feel like an entertainer? Not in the slightest. I know Brad's afraid to do anything outside of what we're doing. I don't. Uh, I don't what's like that? recognition from other people. People are going to know why. Why? I don't know. Why? I'd rather just you get just my job and have it done. Like I, I, yeah. I don't need appreciation for it as long as I know the job got done. But yeah, this is I so different because to know if you did a good job for a podcast is whether or not you're well known for it. It's just yeah, it's, it's weird. I'm still yeah, getting it used to matter it. How, it doesn't matter how good your quality quality of your content is. If no one's listening to it, then it's a failure. Um Yeah, so I guess this is one big failure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, pack it up and go home, guys. We're a failure. It's over. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Last episode let's, ever, let's, guys. Sorry. Let's let's talk about. Oh, I'm getting a phone call. Should I answer it? No. Okay. Okay. I think it's from Chicago calling me for an apartment, but I'll ignore it's it. Fucking eight. Fuck um, you. Eight on a Friday. The fuck do they expect to get? What kind of answer do they expect to get at eight o'clock on yeah, a Friday? Yeah. What are they thinking, man? I. You know, I got a podcast to do. What are they thinking? Let's talk about Christmas. How was your Christmas, Brad? Do you have a family? I do have a family. Um, they littered me with gifts. I got. A brand new keyboard for my brother. I got socks for my Wait, dad. From? Are you saying from, from or for? From, yes. What are you going to do with, with like a like a gaming yeah, computer? Yeah, game, gaming like keyboard. A, oh, okay. So, yeah, okay. so now all I need to do is I actually don't – I could now set up my computer and play WoW for my couch. Wow. I could, yeah, I could, I could put in my HDMI and have WoW playing on the TV – and play for my fucking couch because. What do you strive for in life, Brad? I think that right there, playing WoW for my couch. <laughs> I think that's what I fucking strive for, and I've hit it. Thinking big. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and then I got some socks for my dad. I got some more clothes for my parents. Uh, I got a I got a cool new Fitbit, so I can um. Hey. I can. Look at how unhealthy I'm being every day. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I really do I love it because, like, am. even if nothing else, like, it lets me read my texts from my fucking wrist. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, it does? Yup. Well, you know, Fitbit just consumed Pebble. Pebble was a smartwatch <laughs> company, and they Fitbit basically bought Pebble, and... How do you know? Do you um, even have a Fitbit? I have a I have a Vivo Fit or a Vivo Fit, a Vivo Fit. The fuck is that? It's basically a Fitbit, except for it's not. It's not like a smartwatch. It's smart basically watch. a it Fitbit, just except you. it's not. 
Yeah, exactly. It's got its own little app and tracks your, you know, how many steps you take and whatnot. Um, okay, so yeah, um, just just like Fitbit. Yeah, yeah. There's other companies out there, not just Fitbit, Brad. Well, Fitbit's Fitbit doing the best, just, and Fitbit is Fitbit what I like. Ju- but Fitbit just bought out Pebble, and Pebble is a smartwatch company that I wanted to buy a smartwatch from. And then they bought, they got bought out by Fitbit, and then they were like, yes, yeah, so all those people that ba- backed us on Kickstarter, you're not going to get your smartwatches. And we're not going to continue to make updates on your smartwatches. And we're not going to sell any more smartwatches. Yeah. So thanks capitalism. for buying all our smartwatches, but that's over now. Don't you just love capitalism? I love capitalism. Speaking of capitalism, let's talk about a movie I saw called Minimalism, uh, where it's basically a bunch of pansy hippies that talk about how you should reduce what you're buying because all the entertainment industry don't do that all the entertainment industry is ruining your life by the mercedes benz you want to watch it's basically a bunch of losers that are afraid hippie losers that are afraid of capitalism yeah no not really i'm one on netflix yeah, it's on Netflix, and it's just about how do you reduce the clutter in your life, and how that will change everything in your life to make everything better. And there's some truth will to be that, happy. though. I mean, yeah, I think so. I feel so much better when I clean my house, and there's not that's not what this is about. Five cups on my coffee table, like there are now, in a fucking yes, yes. Three, but that's not three kind of what tissues, they're talking about. A fucking <laughs> bowl of ramen. I'll tell you okay, what, I got guys, too much I shit feel... on my coffee table. I'm going to clean that shit after this podcast. I'll tell you what, guys. I just feel so much better when my apartment is clean. That's not what they're talking about. They're talking about living in, like, tiny homes because you don't need all that space. It shows that... I agree with that, too. There. You don't need all that there's space. Statistics, it's just nice. There's statistics, there's statistics that show that you only use, like, 40% of your apartment so you can reduce the space and how going to your job isn't totally fulfilling you and chasing after that money and the materialism and getting that nice car or those nice Nike Jordans or getting all this stuff isn't fulfilling you and how you need to minimize. I would like to do so. I would like to quote Daniel Tosh on this part Mm, because they're, 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 if they're trying to claim that money can't buy happiness, my best Daniel Tosh quote to refute that is I've never seen anyone on a sea do not smiling. Okay. Um, well, th- th- it's funny because they actually talk about that. They say money in a certain way can buy happiness, but there's a certain limit. Once you get to a certain place, once you get to a certain level, after that, it's your growth, your uh, your level of money that you're intaking as it goes up. Your health, I mean, your happiness doesn't go up. So there's a certain limit to it. Yeah, that's that's when you um, get involved in politics, so you can fuck with other people's lives. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But it's a really interesting documentary. It's on Netflix. It really makes you feel like you know you're missing out, and it made me just want to run away from everything and just just travel the country. Let's do it, JV. Just like, Let's travel the country and just film everything, dude. If you were down, I would 100 percent do I'm, it. I'm but down. you're not. I mean, I can't quit my job. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. I want to go homeless. Get in a go fucking rent a van. No, man, it. no. Don't do that. See, see, that's the thing. It's like all of us, we're so attached to like, yeah, but I I have to have a job, right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, we have to have these 40 hours a week, even though it may not be it's, completely fulfilling. It's because fulfilling. of the security and safety that comes along with it. If you're homeless. I'm fucking with security. You can be dead the next day. I, I'm not fucking with security. I want to change. The, in 2017, I'm tri- I'm doubling 
no tripling down on everything, and I'm going to push so hard. I'm telling you right now, everything I'm creating, 2017. 2015 was the year of change for me. 2016 was the year of getting all my chips together, and 2017 is the year of cashing those chips in, and it's everything's going to tick off because I'm going to double and triple down. I believe in everything. you. And that means this podcast is going to blow up. Are you going to be nervous, Brad? Extremely, Yeah. Like, okay, so what happens if, I, like, something blows up, whatever I create, or something, just anything, this podcast blows up, and I was like, so Brad, we now have a thousand people listening to us every episode, what would you do? I would ignore it. Did you have a panic attack? I would ignore it, and keep recording as if we only had 20 listeners. <laughs> there you go. And then we'll do a live thing, and you're like, oh, there's 300 people in here. I would, I don't know what I would do if we had a live show. Okay. Well, either way, minimalism on Netflix. You can check it out. It will really make you re- – I mean if you're that type of person that's in, in between a stage where you're like, you know, I have security but I'm just not happy. It will really make you reevaluate everything in your life and it's definitely the type of documentary that I needed right now. It's very overly simple but at the same time beautiful aesthetically. Um, and it's pretty good. It's a simple, easy, short watch. And, you know, you might be able to like learn tips. It talks about tiny homes. It talks about uh, materialism. It talks about that entire industry that's trying to constantly sell you that you have to buy the new phone or have to buy the new pair of shoes. Um, and it's, 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 it's a pretty good documentary. I, I am infatuated with tiny homes though. Did you ever watch that, uh, TLC shit? Yeah. Yeah, living small or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, like that like I I would fucking love that. Like I don't I don't know where the fuck I would set up camp with a tiny home like that. Cuz it's li- go, it's literally just like a fucking trailer. Yeah, but it's it's redesigned in a beautiful way. Like they also talk about tiny there's this company that does New York apartments tiny home style and so it's like they've got this fold out foldable bed. They've got this movable wall that's on a track so you can make it into two rooms instead of a one bedroom. They've got these like bunk beds sort of thing. It's incredible what they're doing and how much you can use space if you just go vertical <laughs> instead of wide. Yeah. Uh, but minimalism. I I'll have to watch that. I I am actually a fan of that lifestyle. I mm-hmm. just I I don't practice it. <laughs> Not well, in the slightest. Yeah, yeah. The only problem with it is that they kind of talk about like ambition and how we we always want more and more and more. And for me it's I have a bit of a bias because my entire career and what I want to do is more and more, more. I want to influence more people, reach out to more people uh, and create content for more and more and more people. And I just feel like it's impossible to be live minimalist if you're a filmmaker because you want and need all this gear and stuff yeah. like that. So that's a bit, you know, I had a, but I like that idea. You know, I, I've been trying to work on recently just minimize, minimizing like my life, like with the amount of clothes, I love the idea of being able to wake up knowing exactly what you're going to wear, not worrying about it and going to work. Um, and hopefully like when I move to Chicago, I'm going to be able to wake up, walk one block to the train and just go to work instead of thinking about gas and traffic and cars and stuff like that. I really want some good fucking public transportation. Yeah, man. Like, yeah, there's only a few pieces of places that do it. Well, no shit. So let's see what, what, what else did I watch this (laughs) week? (laughs) Brad had a moment. Um, okay. Yeah. So, 
this this we're gonna get into a little bit of anime here, JV. Why are we doing that? Uh, <laughs> because the new season of the Ajin came out on Netflix. What is it's that? a Netflix original series, and what it mm-hmm. is, um, I don't think they've completely explained it in the series, but basically there's a genetic mutation where certain humans cannot die, and they are labeled Ajin, and they also have some sort of like spectral being attached to them, which is what allows them to live when they die, like, because... Like you can, you can fucking impale their head with a fucking crowbar, and they'll be dead for like an hour, and then they'll come back. So okay. like that's that's kind of like how their immortality works. But so it's the whole first season was about this kid, the main character. He gets run over by a bus in a freak accident, and he learns he is one. Of these immortal beings. And yeah, so an he, yeah, so he, he gets caught up in this giant fucking scandal or whatever you want to call it. Because the government does not like having Ajins out in the population. So he, he lives in Japan. Don't. And whenever an Ajin is found in Japan, they are taken captive and they are taken for like experimentation okay so he he's obviously he's on the run from that and where is this on is this on crunchy roll no it's on netflix it's a netflix original oh okay yeah you already said that i'm sorry so he's on the run from the government because he doesn't want to get experimented on but because he's on the run from the government the rebel faction of ajin think they're mm-hmm. he is on their side and the rebel faction of ajin is all about overthrowing the government and making Ajin the ultimate person, like the superior people. But he's, he's, he's not on board with that either. He just wants people to coexist. So he's kind of caught in between a battle of the government who wants to suppress him and oppress him as a person and as an Ajin. And on the other side, there is the Ajin rebel faction who basically hates all normal people and thinks they are terrible simply because the government oppresses the Ajin. And they, right. So he's, he's kind of like in the, he's, he's torn in the middle. He's like, who should I help? Like, I really don't want to help the government cause they're fucking dicks. And I really don't want to help these other people cause they're also fucking cunts. Wow. And Strong language. I mean, it's, it's very interesting. Second season comes out. So the first season, the rebel faction, they start killing people and they've got like a three phase plan. Season one, the rebel faction is instituting their phase one plan. Season two starts up right when the rebel faction is starting their phase two of their master plan to take over the country. So and why have you watched this much of this show? Cause it's good, man. It's got, right, it's man. got good characters. It's really interesting with Does he got like, the they, fan they, they, service they, boob girl. They really don't have a whole lot of fan service. Um and I I, I will say I do watch it because it's dubbed. <laughs> it's it's one of the few <laughs> anime on Netflix that is dubbed. Pandy. Most of them are subbed. I I don't yeah, I'm, that's I'm right, not about that's that. That's the shit. only way. 
Because that's the only way you consume it. Because you're not a purist, Brad. That's the I'm truth. Not, of I'm it. not a fucking purist. You're like, I just want. You're like, <laughs> I want to. I want to consume media in the easiest way for me to consume it. Anime is fantastic. It's but it's the subtitle is a disaster. I love <laughs> anime. It's fantastic. I'm I'm subscribed to Crunchyroll, Crunchyroll, but I need it dubbed. I cannot read subtitles. I do not have time for subtitles. Like I will watch subtitles, but there's very f- we will build a there are we will build a wall <laughs> between subtitles and dubbed because I want it only to be dubbed, and that's what we will do. Crunchyroll.com. Yeah. There, there, there are very few anime that I will watch subbed. Like, Attack on Titan is one of them, and One Punch Man is one of them, which yeah. I don't think I can go into the details of Attack on Titan and One Punch Man, but they are some of the best anime out there. If, if you are even vaguely interested in anime, watch those two. Yeah, I really need to see Attack on Titan. I've seen the first episode and it was pretty cool. Have you seen One Punch Man? No, I have no idea what that is. I've I mean, heard it's of One Piece. It's no One Punch Man is exactly what it sounds like. It's a superhero who is he's isolated himself and he's just done personal training regimen to where he's all powerful and he defeats any enemy with one punch. Wow! Like. All right, I, like it's it's true to the name. I'm on like episode over episode ten, and every enemy he's faced, he has killed with one punch. All right, well that's your anime update from Bradmar. Um, I've been playing a, a a game sort of. Have you ever heard of Octodad? Oh my god! No, Octodad, I have Octodad, baby. What? I've I've heard of Octodad. I didn't know it was a game. Okay, well, Octodad is a game, and it would blew up on like sort of a PC edition, um, and it's basically you're this. Oh, oh wait, 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 wait. Father, are, are, are you an octopus. octopus person? Yes, you're an okay, octopus yes. father. I've, I've seen a let's play of this. It looks yes, fucking ridiculous. Yes, there's been a lots of. Pl- it's kind of old, but it's a, it's a lot of let's players uh, on it. But they just recently made it an app. So, really? Uh, yeah, and it's I should the exact I should have known when you said. You were playing a game that it was going oh, yeah. to be a mobile game. Exactly. <laughs> they made it an app, and it's really fun. It's a really simple short story, but it's just like you're this octopus father, and you have to figure out how to make your kids – you have to try to convince everyone in your life that you're normal, even though you're not normal because you're an octopus, and it's very hard to control. And I think the PC version is a lot more harder to control. The app one is a little bit Oh, easier. yeah. The, I've seen Let's Play of the PC. It looks – yeah, it looks like they fucking just said this button does this, this button does that, with no thought of how to like any master it. I would no fluency, no yeah, no correlation. Finesse. Like the the buttons just do what they do. Like they right. doesn't and make it's sense. An- and it's an app now, and it's been fun to play, but I already know the story because I've watched all the Let's Plays. But the funny thing about this, because this, this game originally started out as just like a little simple, almost like how Portal was back in the day. Just mm-hmm. a really simple kind of like teaser of just like what like, this game could be. And then they, I think they started like a Kickstarter to get like voice actors and actually create a story around this character, Octodad. But the funny thing is, the creators of Octodad 
are from DePaul University, oh, which is oh. where I went from film school. And it's funny because when I was in one of my very, since I'm big, uh, since I'm very, like, I know a lot of YouTubers. I watch a lot of Let's Plays. I, wa- I watch all kinds of content on YouTube. So I had seen Octodad, and I was when I was in my script writing class in college, my basic <clears throat> script writing class, the person next to me, I, I was kind of talking to him, and he was like, oh yeah, I'm like a game, uh, uh, I'm in the game, pro, uh, game development, mm-hmm. game programming uh, major. I'm like, oh, that's cool. He's again, yeah, lately we've been working on like our thesis, which is Octodad. And I was like, what? and I knew, and I, and I knew at that time of Octodad because I know so much about YouTube and just all these different like Let's Players and stuff like that. I was like, oh really? Octodad, that's awesome. And he was like really surprised and taken back that I knew what Octodad was. Um, and then after that, and then I kind of talked to him about it and whatnot, and we had to kind of, uh, get in a little group to make scripts and stuff. But, and so, but then after that, that's when they started to create the actual story mode of Octodad. And so I've always kind of been like, well, that's cool. Cause I met that guy and it's from DePaul University. Ridiculous, man. Yeah. And so you should, you should should make me meet him. Are you still friends? (laughs) No, go I go mean, become friends him. with him again. I only talked to them, talked to him in that class, and so, and so when it was started, so the real when the real story version came out and it was starting to blow up on YouTube, I was like, well, that's awesome for them, you know, because that's not often that if you're you can form a little group in like game development mm-hmm. ma- in your major and have a thesis game take off. Yeah. Um. So. That's awesome, uh, and I'm actually now they made it into a mobile, and it looks crystal clear. It it plays very very <laughs> well, and it's a lot of fun. So I've been playing Octodad a little bit and trying to get through it. Um, Assassin's Creed apparently made a mobile version of one of their games, no, which bullsh- is incredible to Come me. On, Assassin's Creed, you're just grabbing for money now, man. With yeah, the movie right. and a mobile game, that's all get it the, is. Get baby. the fuck out of here. Hey man, but but you last week were like, but that's what I like about Star Wars when they do all this other stuff. I don't like yeah, the that's because it's like Star it. Wars. Okay, well, <laughs> it's, yeah, that's so a Assassin's different thing. <laughs> so Assassin's Creed is now on uh, mobile, so I'm gonna try to play that. Um, I've been getting into some mobile game gaming. Excuse me, <laughs> mobile gaming recently. <laughs> you got you got that fun run too. Fuck Fun Run 2. Fuck you. Why are you still Best playing game ever. Game? Only game to play on mobile. It, no, it's far from being the only game on mobile to play ever. There's a lot of good games. You're wrong. Fun Run, Fun Run 2 is the only game for me. <laughs> play, uh, I've been losing a heart, losing wind, whatever the, the saying is. I've been losing passion for Blitz Brigade. Oh, have which you Which is now? my first person shooter. Mm. Yeah, but I'm just busy, man. I'm looking for apartments in Chicago. What are you doing with your life? I I fuck you. I got I got a monk at level one ten on World of Warcraft now. God damn it! So fucking Brad, why are you suck my dick? Do you ever feel like I'm not doing anything? Do you ever get that feeling of like I should do more? No, because life? I just hit level one ten on my monk. That's what <laughs> I've been doing. I got shit to show for it. It's not much, but it's it's something. It literally means nothing to any other contributor to society, but that's good on you. Yeah, well, fuck you. <laughs> I can <could, laughs> I contribute to society during my day job. What I do there at home is up to me, and I don't like contributing to society on my work off. <laughs> All right. 
there you go. That's how to live life, everybody. You get a simple job, and you don't do anything else except for what you enjoy. That's how you do it. Um. All right. So, I mean, do you really want to try to stretch this out to two hours? Or are you good? Because um, I know you're hungry. I th- I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I think this is a good time to end and go to the uh, game. Well, yeah, we tried, people. We tried to get that two hours, but it's hard. At least we did the tipsy edition. It's still Christmas edition. You know, there's Christmas music. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah, a baby. bottle of rum. A, I hope you had a fantastic holidays. I've spent time with your family. But I think that's going to wrap up this podcast. And we're going to move on to the most important part of this podcast, which is the game, which I will win. Nope. A chance to Last assign squeezies that fluke. we probably won't see. Okay, actually, before we go to the game, I feel like we do have to address that neither of us watched the movies we assigned each other this week. Yeah, so we we both wanted to. I assigned us both to watch Rogue One, which we didn't have enough time. You know, we've been busy. But we also secretly off the show were like, we should also watch Home Alone since our next episode will be our Christmas edition, which we didn't do. Nope. So nope, we failed. So I think our next week's goal should be to watch Rogue One and another movie that either one yep. of us assigned. That sounds good to me. So that's what we're going to do, and we're going to move on to that right now. Move on to the game. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Welcome, everybody, to the last section of our podcast, Ever and Ever Theater, where we uh, play the game. And if you're new here, we have a list of trivia questions in front of us where we're going to read them to each other. And the first one to get one of them right is the winner. And the loser has to say in a signed sign-off phrase, and the winner gets to pick a movie that we get to both watch next week, including plus Rogue One. So there's the high stakes here tonight. Um, and so... <laughs> Yeah, if you want to home, watch Home Alone, that's on your own time. Do it, I, uh, but you don't have to. Uh, just Rogue One and plus the movie we're going to, uh, whoever wins has to assign to us. Uh, I'm going to read you the questions first, Brad, because that's how this works. Are you ready? And uh, I really hope you don't win, and I want to start my own streak and take over the world and become Hitler. Whoa. All right, are you ready? Brad needs to burp. Brad needs to burp off mic. Okay, are you ready? <laughs> All right, in three, two, one, go. Who released the albums at Folsom Prison and at San Quentin? Johnny Cash. Who played Molly's love interest in the movie Pretty and Big? Andrew McCarthy. What was the name of Punky Brewster's dog? <laughs> Brandon. Who in the Back to the Future, when Marty goes back in time, what does his mother think his first name is? Calvin. What TV show featured the radio What TV show featured the radio station Case ACL 780 AM? <laughs> Frazier, what legendary actress was nicknamed The Face? Yeah. 
Mrs. Greta Garbo, what is written on the helmet pictured in the poster for Full Metal Jacket? Born to Kill. What actress earned an Oscar nomination for her first screen appearance in Goodbye, Mrs. Chips, Mr. Chips? Greer Garson. What is the name of the artist Prince's recording studio? Paisley Park. What actor played the role of Officer Don Orville in the TV show Third Rock from the Sun? Sun. What actor played the role of Officer Don Orville in the TV show Third Rock from the Sun? Sun, 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 Sun. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Wow. Jesus Christ. It's Wayne Knight. Uh, pu- published in 1990, which Michael Crichton novel was Crichton novel was made into an Oscar-winning film three years later? Yeah, baby. Two minutes and 21 seconds. Wow, yeah. Wow, wow. I know as soon as you... I know as soon as you re uh, configured his name for me, it was like, oh shit, he's gonna know. <laughs> yeah. Okay, two mi- Okay, two minutes and twenty one seconds is the time to beat. I can beat it. It might be a little bit hard, but two minutes and twenty one seconds. Are you ready, Brad? Yes. In three, two, one, go. One hundred thirty-two. Wow. Yes. Fuck. Starskin Hutch. I don't know. God damn it. Um, her bra. Fuck. Uh, uh, Steve Harvey. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Christmas Star. What is that movie called? Uh, Christmas Story. Fuck, boy. Uh, Steve Irwin. Fuck, boy. (laughs) Oh, I don't know, Skip. Hurry up, Brad. <laughs> uh, John Frost's Two Roads. <laughs> Quentin Tarantino. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, you didn't know that. Did you really know that? If I asked you that, you would know that? Okay. All right, tell me which one is the um, uh, Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> it's two minutes and two seconds. Ha. That's right, baby. JV's taking a streak where I'm a- It's two second. It's two two in a row streaks so far. I don't. Yeah, I don't remember that. Was it what was it a corn farm? <laughs> that's right. That's right. I I actually started to say something about a dry farm or something. Um. All right, so I won this week. Uh, thank you, everybody. I'm a genius. Um, so what, Brad? Which one would you like to watch? Would you rather watch Moonlight or would you rather watch La La Land or would you? Walla. Why would you rather watch that one? Jesus Christ! All right, well. We're gonna watch. Uh, we can, yeah. I'll sign us both La La Land, and I'll just go watch Moonlight by myself. La La Land is what we're gonna watch. So if you haven't seen that movie, it's huge. It's probably gonna be up for awards. Go check it out. Starring Ryan Gosling, Emma Stone, jazz music, musicals, film industry, Hollywood. If you like that sort of thing, go check it out and join us on the discussion. 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. And join us for the discussion of next week's podcast on Ever and Ever Theater where we talk about La La Land and a lot more other stuff. Uh, so thank you for listening. I'm glad that I could be your winner for tonight. Um, <laughs> and and I'll probably be talking about like Moon... Oh, Jesus Christ, Brad. Yeah, it's, well... Yeah, no, that was Brad's gonna gonna sign us. So you're very welcome that I won because it's always better if I just take over and win. Um, so that's gonna wrap up our show. I hope you enjoyed. If you did like it, please leave us a positive review on iTunes or wherever you're listening at. And if you want to suggest us a movie, a TV show, a film, a short film, a YouTube video, anything at all, a topic to talk about, please email us at everendeverpodcast at gmail.com or comment on your respected listening uh, services. We truly appreciate that. Any support we can get will really help us. Um, You know, I... Yeah, and share it with a friend that might like it. You know, give them the Christmas spirit of being like, hey, you know what? I think you would like this. Uh, And we kind of just try to have these weird sort of ignorant conversations where we just talk about movies, maybe how you would talk to a friend. You know what I mean? Uh, So that's what we try to do, and I hope we're your friends. Join us. Um so that's going to wrap up it. Uh, I make YouTube videos at JVT, J-A-Y-V-E-E-T-E, and I'm going to be starting down some fire. I'm going to go full force in 2017, trying to make two times two videos a week, everything. So go check them out. Thank you if you do. Brett. Yeah.
All right, there you go. Yeah, yeah, Brad, lo- Brad lost, and you have to stay in the science on offer. So, Brad, you have to watch the La La Land, the La La Land. La La Land and Rogue One, and you have to also say this assigned sign-off phrase, bitch! (laughs) Sound effects. Thank you, guys. Merry Christmas. Have a happy holiday and New Year.